Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. The dream is about to die. That's okay. Kept me entertained here for two hours. Jeez. We got to we got to watch an epic collapse. That's goaltending. There we go. Uh, maybe maybe Oregon can blow it again. Eighty three to eighty one. Oregon and UCLA in overtime. The dog is not going to die in overtime. By the way, uh, the closing number on BYU Gonzaga. The total was one fifty two here at Circa. They scored 110 points in the first half. Think it's going over? I would say it's a, a pretty good bet that it's going to go. You can on. get the under for about plus 1100 right now. I would not. I would say it's even higher than that. That's Sean <laughs> King. I'm Tim Murray. Our next guest. He's been behind the counter before many years. That's where he started when he came out to Vegas. Now he's making bets, giving analysis. Check out the podcast. Bet the board. Great analysis of all the wild card games. I was listening to it on my way into work today. It is Todd Furman. Todd, how are you on this Thursday evening in Las Vegas? I am doing very well, gentlemen. But you know, Tim, there are easier ways to make a buck than putting together five money line favorites in college basketball. All it would have taken is talking to Sean, and he could have given you one of the huge underdogs that cashed on the ice earlier this evening. Right. I mean, how do you bet a, a five-team money and still have to link juice? I mean, I mean, a five-team I mean, five look, come on. I, it's once again. I was not, this was not a, uh, you know, like Wisconsin earlier today. That's a legit bet that He's I like. what you call risk averse. And, uh, and then, Todd, <laughs> I, I looked at all these games going on as our show started. I said, let's make a little, let's have a little fun here. And then, lo and behold, the third team in the country, uh, UCLA, is going to lose to Oregon. But, hey, such is life. Uh, Should have bet the over in Gonzaga BYU, like our producer Aaron Oster. But he's the brains. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm just the beauty, the beauty of this. You know, the, the term we have for those parlays, or at least what they used to be called behind the counter, were bridge jumper parlays, because you'd have people coming in, they'd walk up to the window, and they automatically imagine there was no way that any of those things could lose. They would overextend <laughs> themselves, and inevitably, when one of those double-digit favorites went down, typically on a college football Saturday, more oh, so yeah. than college basketball, they'd be looking for the nearest bridge, thankfully, with relatively safe city here on sea level so they have to get really far out there into the desert well, see see todd i'm the complete opposite you know because i'll puck stradamus a parlay every now and then i consider myself the foremost hockey mind you know in the country currently but uh 
I'm going to be getting like 15 to 1 on my ticket. Like, I mean, I'm like, I had the Coyotes plus 270 in one last night. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going for the gusto. So, I don't have to be right that often. See, that's the way to try and do things. Put up a little bit to make a lot. Keep yourself entertained from start to finish. And to your point, Sean, tonight, I mean, if you would have backed Ottawa, you would have taken a flyer a on the beleaguered Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. And Columbus, I mean, it could have been a massive payday with a little three-team action on the ice for you. Yeah, no one saw Columbus beat in Carolina, especially not 6-0. No, not in that dominant fashion. Even playing with revenge for the game on New Year's Day that got away where they gave up seven unanswered, I think Rod Brindamore's team felt blitz right from the opening puck drop. They just couldn't match the Jackets' intensity. Which is ironic because Columbus has been terrible as a road team throughout this a, a season. Lot, a, a lot of the dregs of the NHL, and we're starting to see prices get real out of whack, and we'll see a big one tomorrow night with Colorado minus $5. So, Tim, that may be the perfect spot for you to start your next parlay to keep yourself entertained and engaged right. on Friday minus night. Minus $5. Like what could there go, go wrong? No. What could go well, wrong? If, if, minus $5, five dollar favorite. There's it, no way they could lose. If he listens to Mr. King, his uh, co-host, the one thing we have not seen this year is a total at seven. So I'm blindly betting the over in every Avs game. They're getting there. I mean, especially when you look at how dynamic this team has been playing at home. I've been surprised that you're not seeing totals open at seven on some of their games juiced under. But the way this game is moving early for Arizona and Colorado, you may get to seven because we're looking at six and a half over minus 20, pretty much painted across the board. And I think the Florida Panthers will follow suit relatively quickly as well, given how dynamic they've been in their own building when it comes to hanging five a night on the opposition, regardless of what sweater they're wearing. Chat with Todd Furman. Follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman. We'll see if UCLA three-pointer. Oh, oh, kick it out. Get one up. That's a foul. <laughs> Oregon wins. The dream is dead. Okay, on to more important things like football. Uh, let's get to uh, the hometown team. And uh, I was listening to your breakdown with Payne Insider earlier today. You know, Sean and I both like the dog in this spot. Catching five and a half. We've seen the market move in that direction. I understand why people would like Cincinnati, right? You guys broke it down, and it's a valid point. You know, really, it's been life and death for Las Vegas uh, for their playoff lives for the past four or five weeks, and Cincinnati rested, and, and they're coming into this. You know, Las Vegas has certainly been playing better. Darren Waller is back. How do you break down uh, the first wild card game with a total of 49 and a spread of five and a half? I think it's a fascinating matchup for a variety of reasons. Obviously, the Raiders story throughout the month of December, I don't think anybody throughout Las Vegas or maybe even inside the Raiders building thought this team could rally, find a way to win four straight and punch their ticket to the playoff. But when you look at some of the numbers, it's a little bit staggering that the Raiders during this four-game winning streak have a plus 12 point differential. That's the smallest margin of victory by a team to win their final four games in NFL history. The previous record is a plus 16, and that was held by the Kansas City Cowboys back in 1926. So it tells you how improbable what the Raiders have done is going forward. At the same time, we've seen teams that come into the postseason with a negative point differential actually be good bet on teams during the wild card weekend. The thought process there suggests they're a little bit undervalued in the betting market. 
I didn't grab seven on this game early on the bye, and I think that's going to keep me on the sidelines. My biggest fear in this contest is what the Raiders have left in the tank, but at the same time, we saw these two teams do battle earlier this year, and don't be fooled by the final score of 32-13. That was a field goal game with about 12 minutes to go, and the one major takeaway, Max Crosby absolutely owned that Bengals offensive line. So for all the folks out there that are clamoring for this Bengals team to be a dark horse making a deep playoff run, Sean will be the first one to tell you, if you don't have an offensive line that can block consistently, I don't care how good your starting quarterback is, and I think that'll be the Bengals undoing, whether it's this week or next. Well, it's interesting. Then you know, I know Pittsburgh and Cincy are in the same division. I'm well aware of that to everybody listening, so don't blow up my Twitter. But if you look at the top 22 players on all of the playoff rosters, you can make an argument that Cincy's one of the bottom two. I mean, as far as just individual talent goes. So I'm heavily on the Raiders in this game. Uh, I think there are some different things pointing in the direction. You know, one being the job they did on Joe Burrow in that passing game. You know, even though they ended up losing, as you said, it was not a 32-13 type of game. So I'm looking at this as a chance for Rich Basaccia to maybe cement himself as the long-term option as head coach of the Raiders. It'd be very hard for owner Mark Davis to have Basaccia, who was the first interim head coach to take over midseason in the NFL since 1960, Todd, and lead his team to the playoffs and then move on from Rich if they were able to win this game. You know, this Raiders organization, I think, is going to find themselves in a very difficult spot this offseason. By getting to the playoffs, to your point, Sean, trying to figure out who their head coach is going to be going forward and what they're going to do at starting quarterback. Because over the years, we've grown accustomed to the blueprint being if you have an elite quarterback, you can pay him every single dollar that he's worth. But if you have a quarterback that kind of slots in that middle tier, it can often put yourself in purgatory because you don't have enough money to pay elite players on both sides of the ball. And you find your ability to do enough to maybe win nine or ten games. So I think this is going to be fascinating to see what direction the Raiders go. Do they make a commitment to Bisaccia? Do they want to pay Derek Carr the money he's going to ask for in the open market? And this game will go a long way potentially in determining what direction the Raiders look to look to do going forward. Chat once again with Todd Furman, CBS Sports HQ. Check out the podcast Bet the Board as they broke down every game of Wild Card Weekend. Saturday night we go to Buffalo, Frigid Buffalo, Mac Jones making his playoff debut but you're getting Belichick with a plus sign by him which is going to intrigue a lot of people uh doesn't really intrigue me doesn't intrigue Sean uh I think this is a tricky spot you look at the Patriots how they've played and the attrition I mean the injuries are a big big question Todd for New England they are a banged up bunch no, no doubt about it. And when you look at the Patriots, the area of concern is clearly in that secondary. We're not sure what kind of contributions Kyle Duggar will be able to make, Jalen Mills in COVID protocol. And we've seen the Patriots over their last four games show a little bit of vulnerability, especially against aerial attacks. And part of that's because teams have schemed to take Matthew Judon away. He hasn't registered a single sack in those last four contests. When you look at this Buffalo Bills offense, we know everything runs through Josh Allen. But I've been pleasantly surprised with the way Brian Dable has gotten Devin Singletary involved each of the last two weeks. And Singletary can be that X factor, not only catching balls out of the backfield, but running to the edge. And I think this New England team can be vulnerable on the outside. We saw Stephon Diggs match up with J.C. Jackson. You can say Diggs got the better of him, but I think those two guys will 
counterbalance one another. So you look for some of the secondary options in this Bills offensive attack. Everyone wants to talk about the cold weather, gentlemen, but I actually like this game over the total a bit. I think Buffalo comes out with an uber-aggressive game plan. If New England is forced to play from behind, they're going to need to throw a little bit more than they'll be comfortable with. And I think it's all about Josh Allen. So I would look to go over the total here and bet Josh Allen's passing attempts over 39.5. We know that Buffalo trusts their franchise quarterback, and this will be the perfect scenario for them to do so under the bright lights in front of Bill's Mafia Saturday night. Well, Todd, I know that HOA is really high out there in that rich neighborhood you and Tim live in. So (laughs) if you want to go ahead and take care of the cost for the rest of the year, Buffalo is my best bet of the weekend. You know, I can't argue with that. I mean, I think this is the kind of game where if Buffalo is able to get a lead and force Mac uh, to really go out there and throw New England back into it, it's going to put the Patriots in a very difficult spot. The one interesting part when you dig into some of the numbers for the previous two meetings is that Buffalo really hasn't had a great answer to slow down Damian Harris. I think the only way they can scheme him out of the game is by building a two-score lead, uh, and we'll see how Mac fares in these frigid temperatures. Thankfully, it's good for throwing, obviously, why I'm making a case for the over, uh, but how he'll deal with a little bit of adversity. Wouldn't argue whatsoever if Buffalo wins this game somewhere in the ballpark of, let's call it 31-20 for a little bit of breathing room on that total. There we go. At Todd Furman, where you can find him on Twitter. Todd, great stuff as always, man. We'll talk to you soon. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Best of luck with your wagers this weekend. And, Sean, you're doing the smart thing, my friend. Don't invite... Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Got college hoops galore going on right now. Gonzaga taking on BYU in a showdown in the West Coast Conference. Good start to the second half for the Cougars. A 5-0 run. If you played the over, uh, this is what they call a rocking chair situation. uh, Unless... They take the air out of the basketball. Listen, don't be a mush. Uh, no, this yeah. is not a mush situation. Are they over the total yet? Uh, no. Okay, so you're saying they're going over. You guarantee it. That's mush. No, it's not. It's because, mushing. No, it's not. If it doesn't go over, yes, it is. Okay, I will bet you any dollar amount on earth that this is It's the same thing over. as me saying, listen, Aaron, they're going to make the free throws, and he's going to miss the three. You know I love you. You but do. But you, you mushed... Aaron. Well, I'm telling you, don't I'm not, push someone I'm, that has the over in this game. The total was 151 and a half. There are 100 and 
17 points already in this game, and there's 18 minutes and 18 seconds. Often you watch college basketball, they go through stretches where it looks like the basket's moving. All right, cigar bet. This game goes over the uh, pregame. I'm not that invested. (laughs) I'm not that invested at all. (laughs) You just want want the mush to be passed along. Uh, We've got a second half. USC trailing. USC handed their first loss of the season earlier this week against Stanford, and some people might have wondered what. They're 50 to 1 to win the title. They're undefeated. How is this possible? Well, I think you're getting your case in point because they lost to Stanford, who's not very good. They're at home tonight, and they're down five as 14 and a half point favorites to Oregon State. They were here at circa nine and a half point favorites in the second half. Uh, so to win the game, they would have to win the game by five. Uh, I actually I took a little piece of USC because I'm going to chase. Haven't even watched a second of this game. End game when USC is what? Uh, they were down five at the half, so I took them minus nine and a half. Uh, so they have to half. win by five? They have to win by five. It's going to be a, go terribly wrong. But Oregon State is terrible. It'll keep me uh, – apparently USC is yeah, not, not very good either. not very good. <laughs> you might actually hit that one. Maybe. We'll see. Um, I don't chase. Get, get updates uh, on your uh, – uh, uh, It's 2-1. Remind the, the second intermission what the, what the in the was. Penguins-Kings game. The Penguins are down. I have Pittsburgh and over five and a half. Uh, Quick is in God mode. The Kings goalie today, uh, he's made about three stops on Penguins breakaways. Uh, I'm looking good in the other game. The Rangers are up 1-0 at the end of second intermission. I have Rangers and under. So, basically, I might need – I need Pittsburgh to come out and tie the game at two early. And then one or two things that happen. Either the game get to 3-3, so I know I have the over, mm-hmm. or Pittsburgh be up 3-2 with about two minutes left. And the Kings pull the goalie, and I can get an empty netter. Uh, by the way. I, the way Quick is playing, I don't really want this game to go to overtime. He is in full God mode tonight. Um, good stuff from Todd. And uh, interesting, he and Kenny White now both uh, endorse the over in – Buffalo, and New England. I'm going to sit tight on New England minus the four. I'm not disagreeing with either one of them. Yeah. You know, I, I struggle to play totals in cold weather games until I actually get a visible look at the actual conditions. You know, because, you know, Buffalo can be tricky. Yeah. 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 It's going to be single digits, and uh, we'll see so if you, if you, the if wind situation. 20 minutes before the, before the kick, if it just looks like cold is the only – Weather implications, then I'm not necessarily against the over in that game. Buffalo's not lights out on defense. But then again, you're banking on Mac Jones, who struggled. I am a big Mac Jones fan, but he has struggled down the stretch. You're banking on him being able to generate some offense through the air on a consistent basis. When you look at uh, the news today that Juju Smith-Schuster activated off the IR. Isn't he a TikTok legend or Instagram influencer? (laughs) I don't know. Isn't that what he is? I don't know. Maybe. Catch a lot of catch a lot played, of passes. I haven't played a lot of good football last year and a half. Just saying. Okay, so yeah. that does not change your feel whatsoever no. on no. Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, he might do something. Antonio does Brownish. Pit- does Pittsburgh like, get blown out the, in this the game? Chiefs logo? I don't. I don't have a good feel for that because when you start peeling back the performance of Kansas City's defense, which really, in large part, was the reason behind the nine and one finish to the season. Over the last two weeks, they gave up 7.6 yards per play. So that scares me a little bit because it tells me that they aren't 
as fine tuned defensively as they were, you know, earlier in, in that that finishing stretch for the Chiefs. And I only mention that because I do think the Chiefs will win, but we get late in the game. You know, I don't think Big Ben's going to get pulled. I think he's going to have a carefree attitude. 15-point game, you know, Steelers score a touchdown late for no reason. So I, I, the number scares me. I probably won't play a side in in this game. You know, I'll probably just watch. I'm really not even interested in Chiefs-Pittsburgh because I just don't see it being competitive. I mean, the only scenario I can see is some kind of way Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, you know, make some kind of miraculous down the field catches early and Najee Harris has, just dominates – the Chiefs running the football, and they control time possession, keep Mahomes and those guys on the sideline. Or if Watt forces a sack fumble or something early that the Steelers scoop and score, like, you know, some 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 other things have to happen than just the Steelers playing good on offense and defense. They have to have something happen off a turnover, something in special teams, in my opinion, to have a chance to win it. So you're telling me here at Circa I shouldn't go bet what is it? Eagles defeat Steelers in the Super Bowl exacta at 2,500 to 1. Well, at times this year, you've been an elite paper purchaser. So, I mean, if you want to add some more paper, you know, to your (laughs) allotment. You are the only person on earth who can talk smack. When we actually go head-to-head on bets, I'm beating you in our bankroll. I'm beating you in our cigar bets. But yet, you find ways to talk smack. You probably throw through a pick. And you'd be like, you'd be like, yeah, I would have made a one-handed catch. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's different, man. I have a, a ability to control the outcome. Then, you know, when you're making wagers, no matter what the contest is, I mean, you utilize information to get to the point of going to the window or pressing bet on the app, and then after that, you lose control. I know. Right. So I don't really get emotionally, you know, invested or hijacked, you know, during the course of a contest. I try and learn whether I win or lose. By the way, I think and, USC. And evolve my process. But I think USC basketball, uh, I don't think they're good. Uh, they're getting their doors blown off right Bro. now by Oregon State. Do you, Oregon remember, State do you remember the analogy I told you yesterday? 3-11. and 11. Do you remember the analogy I gave you yesterday? I don't know. You say a lot of things. I'm sorry. I said sometimes when a baby's crying. There's nothing really wrong. The baby just needs to be put to bed. And so right now, college basketball, you need to just put it to rest for a little bit because you're not in sync. Your groove is off. Like, just let it go. Give it five days. Like, don't watch it. Don't look at it. Oh, no. And then come back next Wednesday, which will be five days from now, refreshed. No, I mean, my the game I actually talked about, the actual game I actually put a meaningful wager on was Wisconsin and they had revenge tonight. That was nice to get back in the groove. I had this dumb, silly, uh, you know, money line parlay that obviously kept me entertained for a little bit. And uh, ultimately, listen, I look when you make bets like that and the tweet that went out there, I knew it wasn't going to, I knew something was going to make it go down in flames and it did. You're defending masterfully your choices. What I'm telling you is the karma is off. So just let college basketball rest. Just give it a five-day window. Like can't it, do that. Just do this. Like it caught COVID. <laughs> and then bring it back out of COVID protocol next Wednesday. I will not put it in COVID protocol. <laughs> will not do it. Got to keep – Saturday's going to be a big day. You've got a 10-point favorite money line. They lost outright. I know. 
<laughs> well, what was you? I, I didn't what like, was USC favorite by tonight? Uh, they were fourteen and a half. And you bet a fourteen and a half point favorite. I bet all five money line, and they're down ten well, in the second. It, it's a lesson. Half. It's a lesson to the people that once again you go to the window with a money line parlay on a Saturday, as Todd lets you know, and you've got Alabama and Notre Dame and Oklahoma and all these big favorites. Probably one of them is going to fail, and you're going to lose that bet. There's no such thing as a guarantee. Well, this, so, this game ain't over yet. Lesson. I'm just telling you. Oh, right, I don't even care. Yeah, right now your candles not lighting properly. Just give it a couple days, man. It happens <laughs> to the best of us. Sort of like my Montana State bet, and touchdown Tommy gets hurt on the first series. You know what can well, you, you do? went money line again? They drove right down the field, and then he gets hurt on a QB run. So now he throws the ball out of bounds on third down, and he doesn't play the rest the of the dude, game. The dude, the the fullback for North Dakota State, Lepke, scored like seven touchdowns in that game. It, we saw it was going to be a high We saw contest. what Mike Allstott Jr. was capable of when yes. I bet against them uh, against James Madison. You were laughing at me, and then you, in turn, bet against Mike Allstott Jr. Well, I didn't realize the quarterback was going to get hurt from the other team. I wouldn't have made the wager. Yeah. As I always say, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, I know the what world did would be happen. a better place. You bet a 10-point favorite lost I outright. I did. Spectacular fashion. Put college basketball to bed. It's nah. the nightcap. We'll be back on the other side. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back Hammer the Over for the wild card round. You, the fans, have the power. For every 5,000 people who bet the over in the Patriots versus Bills game, the line drops by a half point. You control how low the total will go. It's like the, it's like limbo. Download the app now and hammer the over down. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in select states. Must be 21. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for full details. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. You know, clearly, Sean, the the play for me tonight should have been the state of Oregon over Los Angeles money line parlay because I just put this into the old uh, parlay calculator. So Oregon State right now leading USC by nine mm-hmm. at USC. Oregon State closed here at Circa plus 885 on the money line. Oregon beat UCLA. That closed plus 450. Actually, close plus 405. Whatever. I could have got it at plus 450. And uh, that would have paid, if a 100-buck bet would have got you uh, uh, $5,300. See, no, I'm, all, that, that I'm all for that kind of action, and I would support you <laughs> blindly. I don't know about putting 100 on it, but no. just, even if it's 10 and you pick up 500. What, what I should have done, honestly. If, you know, I what, mean, come on. What, what, don't play a parlay you, and with all the favorites. It just it don't make any sense. Once again, it was the keep Tim entertained parlay. But if you're going to be entertained, then let's get pissed in the process. I should, what I should have done. Can I update the Puck Shodamas play, please? Please. Thank you. So Pittsburgh did exactly what I needed them to do. They came out. 
immediately in the third period and tied the game at two. Uh, the, the Kings goalie, uh, Mr. Quick, has been in God mode, but he's not Patrick Roy. Roy, so I mean, that's what he's been acting like. Wow, wow, have you said? I'm not Canadian, so I mean, I, I might mispronounce more Canadian names as the show goes on. Anyway, I need Pittsburgh to go ahead and get a three-two lead and, and work on getting over five and a half. Uh, I did get another goal in the Rangers game, so it's now two-zero with about 16 minutes left. I have Rangers and under five and a half in, in that contest, so. Things are looking and headed in the right direction. We still haven't cashed a ticket yet, but we're in a decent spot. So be a nice little hit for Puckster Dominance. Unlike Tim's parlay, mine actually pays plus 970. Yeah, and 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 we'll see if it hits. You know, you can talk all about this. Plus 970. It could be plus a million. If it doesn't hit, yours was the same as mine. It's such a pessimist. Sprinkle it up. And I'm such an optimist. You are not. I am. Oh, and the Kings just scored to go up 3-2. There That's not go. necessarily a bad thing now. Now you need because the Penguins to tie it up. I can't actually lose that two-part piece of my parlay because I have Penguins and over. So in order for the Penguins to win, the game right. has to go over. Correct. So now all I'm looking at is the Penguins winning the game, which may not happen, but at least the over part I've taken care of. All right. There we go. 27 more minutes of the nightcap, and hopefully I have a great Puckstradamus parlay that came through by that time. Uh, they didn't let anyone know about. Uh, Jason on Twitter. You're bad luck, man. Appreciate it. I'm not bad luck. I let you know about my Puckstradamus play two days in a row, and I lost both days. Did you win yesterday? I didn't play. It was only three games on the slate. I just had the Coyotes money line. Remember, plus 270. Ching, ching. So I today mean, we're back in I the – I thought you had a parlay. No. It was only three games. And, now you, and so here's what's happened. And this normally never happened in the NHL before the All-Star game. Wow. Kings just scored again. That's not good. Yeah. Man, what is Pittsburgh doing on defense? Well, if anybody's capable of scoring goals in bunches, it's the Penguins. So we'll you see. You already said that Jonathan Quick was in God mode. Now we have real work to do here. We're down 4-2, <laughs> 16 minutes left. Um, all right. Good Lord, this is off the face-off. What was Pittsburgh doing? Interesting uh, prop out there in the futures market. What will be the AFC championship game? So the Titans, as we know, have a bye. They are going to get the lowest remaining seed, so they cannot face the Chiefs in the second round, and they cannot face... I think they could face the three. Yeah, they can't face the three seed either, uh, which is uh, Bengals. So they can't face the Bengals. They could face the Bills. What is the most likely AFC championship game? Chiefs-Titans? Bills are the three? Excuse me. Bills are the three. I beg your pardon. So that's why you're not seeing Bills-Chiefs up there because Bills and Chiefs will face off in the second. To me, round. it's Bills-Titans. I think Buffalo's the one team that's already proven that they can go to uh, Kansas City and handle the Chiefs. And so I can see that happening. I can see Bills-Titans. At plus 400? Yeah, I actually like yeah, that. I, I like that a yeah, lot. I, 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 that's doable. Um, because you and I think there's a real likelihood that the Raiders Yeah, win. Titans could get Raiders in, in their first playoff game. Right. In Nashville. And I, I like the Titans in that game. And Bills got to have to go to Kansas City the way that I think it's going to play out. I like the Bills to win that game. Yeah, I think that's actually 
an intriguing play at four to one. Mm-hmm. Bills versus Titans. Remember, this is just who will play. So this is, and I'm sure if you, I'm sure there's a way if you money line parlay or money line roll over these these bets, they're, they're better odds. But these are talking points here. So. By the way, I lost. Kings just scored again. It's now five two. I don't know what Pittsburgh's doing. I can't believe you put Penguins in a money in a parlay. Penguins are good. Not tonight. I mean, they've been in God mode. I don't know what happened to Jesus. I mean, it's like it's like putting UCLA in a parlay. I mean, what were you thinking, Sean? Obviously, I wasn't thinking right. Yeah. I mean, the Kings have been hot. I think they're four and two. You know, since the uh, COVID break. You know, but Pittsburgh's been. You know. Them and the Predators coming into the night, two oh. of the hottest teams in hockey. Predators lost tonight too. Good, good night for the for the donations that we have uh, handed out. Well, there. I still got time here, but I have major work to do now. Yeah, I would say you're not you're not doing so great there, but hey, you never know. I'm pulling for you. Oh, one thing I know, you can't get to five if you can't get to three. So <laughs> maybe we get to pick with the three. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is happening? When you look at the Bills, do you think, and I, I was going to say this, this really isn't an overreaction, so I didn't say it on whenever we did or yesterday when we did overreaction, but do you feel like the Bills, uh, this is an interesting kind of prop sheet here uh, at BetMGM, so where do they lose? I think 8-1, to one, I, I, I really, Sean, could see them in the Super Bowl. I think if they get to Tennessee, they've got a great chance of beating the Titans. So they're plus 350 at DraftKings to win the AFC. Mm-hmm. They have the third longest odds. But it's kind of jumbled up there, right? Chiefs, Titans, Bills are all kind of uh, lumped together. And then it extends out. Bengals 7-1, Patriots 10-1. to one. When you look at the Bills, so much preseason hype. Maybe a little bit too much, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the odds were ridiculous for them to win the division. Ultimately, it cashed that ticket if you played it. Uh, didn't feel great midseason, though. Um, do you feel like the Bills down the stretch, you know, after they got, you know, hammered by the Colts and then, you know, they lost the the Snow Globe game? I thought they played well against the Bucks. You know, they lose in overtime. Uh, if you had plus three and a half like I did, uh, that was a unfortunate beat, but you know, close out the season. Really impressive win in Foxborough. Basically, won them the division. And do you feel like this Bills team has turned it around a little bit? I don't know if necessarily turned it around. I just think the way that the draw has lined up for them, they're capable of getting there. By the way, uh, Gonzaga and BYU went over like three minutes. Ago. Yeah, I just was giving me a hard time. Gonzaga may go over by themselves. What was the total? One what? One one fifty one. Well, they probably won't get there, but they might get almost. They might get most of it. They're up ninety three to sixty seven. Yeah, they're right almost now. to the century. Go mark. ahead and cash that ticket. Uh, clearly, the bet that I should have made tonight. Which, by the way, uh, I want to give a shout out to our guy Jim Root, who uh, he had a tough day yesterday. See, shooters got to shoot. His play, Gonzaga over. Tonight. Yeah, Jason Zinner hit you up on Twitter and said that. Shooters got I shoot, told him man. he was being a bad friend. No. Appreciate the confidence. Stay strong. I don't lack confidence in you. Just sometimes we're in a rut. You know, you got to take a breather. Once again. That's why you Wisconsin, go on vacation. It's Wisconsin, not because you're bad at your job. Because you want to reset. I, I wasn't. This was a silly bet. It was a dumb bet. I take. I take. This is what, you know, it's what I do. I, say, I, I take full credit for it. I wasn't saying anyone tail, tail this play. Now you're a martyr. No. Yeah. It, 
By the way, your bet is is doing phenomenal too. You know. Yeah, but I had plus nine seventy five. You had so, minus one thirty. So let me. All right. So this is like when I. What weighs more, a ton of feathers or a ton of bricks? Hundred dollar bet on my play. Hundred dollar bet on your play. Which, a ton of feathers is a lot more to clean up. Which, which one? Which one worked? So you got plus nine seventy. So you could go. Ooh, look, plus nine seventy. And I could do plus one, minus one thirty. And they end up the same place in the trash can. Well, I know all I gotta be is write one out of every eight to make money on plus nine seventy. Here on V. <laughs> The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. VSN has a great new offer for you. Can I make this your best betting bet? Betting year ever. Our all new big game, Big Dan Special, provides VSN Plus all access. To everything we do from now through April 5th for only 69 bucks. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides, plus full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdown on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year. Don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. vcin.com slash big deal to sign up. Today, alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. You know what I got to do? Fight on, USC. Yeah. That feels gross doing that. 61 to 57. Trojans, baby. Yeah, they're making a comeback. They were down 10 a few minutes ago. They were cutting, laid the nine and a half in the second half, meaning they have to win by five. And those Trojans are up five right now. Four. Oh, five. They made the free throw. Okay. Yeah. Good for go. you, man. I thought that was a, your best play of the night. <laughs> still got still got a long way to go. The best bet of the night should have been over in Gonzaga, BYU, because you'd be sitting with your feet up right now eating a sandwich because that thing is cashed. 93-67, 7.55 to go. Zags putting it on the Cougars at the kennel tonight as they are just going to – I mean, they are – they're a fun team to watch, and right now in the uh, – where are they in the futures market? 
as well. well I think around six, seven to one, somewhere in that ballpark. But um, we'll see. We'll see how the the Zags end up. You know, real quickly, I just want to hit on something. And I, you know, I know you haven't really jumped into it yet. We'll do it once once the uh, football season comes to a close. Uh, Zags still the, the shortest odds uh, at DraftKings six they to can't one. Win it. I wouldn't say can't. They won't. I would say okay. highly unlikely. Okay, I think yeah. that's fair. They're pretty damn talented, though. And yeah, they are. They got Timmy. They got Holmgren. They got some guys. Nemhart. They're they're pretty darn good. Went to the championship last year. But what I was going to bring up, which I found interesting. So today, not a surprise, but officially Evan Neal, he's the left tackle at Alabama, mm-hmm. um, declared for the NFL draft. Not a surprise. But you remember it was like a week or two ago, and I just said kind of off the cuff. And this wasn't a bet that I made, so I'm not going to take credit for it. But we were just randomly glancing at the futures odds for who would be the number one pick in the NFL draft. Because it was either, it's really a toss-up between Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau, both edge rushers, Hutchinson from uh, Michigan and Thibodeau from Oregon. Sean, whenever we talked about this, I can't remember if it was a week ago, two weeks ago, Evan Neal was around like 10 to 1. Right. And I want to say he was around 650 yesterday or two days ago. His odds have shrunk down to plus 275. Now, once again, I haven't done my you know homework yet. I know you'll go into evaluation mode, looking at uh, looking at you know tape, whatnot. This is going to be an interesting discussion. We don't know who the Jaguars' head coach is, uh, but they did spend the number one overall pick on a quarterback mm-hmm. last year. I would think pound for pound, both Hutchinson and Thibodeau are probably the guys that you should go. But if you can get a left tackle to protect the face of your franchise and you think he's capable of doing so, I wouldn't say a 275 is, is a great value, but it might have been a decent shot. Uh, we'll see how this this trickles out. We still have the combine and everything. That, you know. well, I think more importantly is you have free agency. You know, So once they do hire, what are we, seven openings now? Jeez, you know, once they eight have, now after Cully? I can't remember. It I, made, I made it seven. It was okay. six before, so. I mean, you get a new GM, a new coach in. You go through free agency. You feel some of your deficiencies, you know, and then you can start getting in the draft process. Then I have a better idea. Like, I haven't watched right. Evan Neal's film from this past year, you know, to, to, to actually see. You know, he's an IMG kid, so, you know, his dad is actually used to cut my hair. Really? Yeah. So they're, <laughs> they're from right there in the, Bay, in the Tampa Bay area. So great kid, super talented. I don't know exactly what Jacksonville's defensive line looks like, how much money they already have absorbed from a salary cap standpoint. Well, they have Josh Allen on one end. Right. So, I mean, that plays into it as well. I don't know how much Hutchinson's lack of uh, impact in the Georgia game, you know, plays on, you know, you know him being, mm-hmm. you know, selected number one. You know, again, I haven't looked at Kayvon Thibodeau's run cut-ups from this year. How did he defend the run? You know, so there's some things I still information I have to gather, you know, because when I do finally come out and, and give my draft opinions, they'll be legitimate. I won't waver. Yeah. And they'll be based on rock solid eval. Yeah. And we've talked about this on the air. I, I'm. It's going to be very interesting for you when it comes to the NFL draft, because betting the NFL draft is so much fun. 
And it's it's a really good opportunity because it's more so because you're going to evaluate mm-hmm. and you're going to give us your opinion on who, you know, you're going to be great on who could be offensive rookie of the year, who could be defensive rookie of the year. But more often than not, the draft is about oh. scouring, you know, sources and, and who likes who and, you know, who's rising up draft boards. Now, that, that could come into your opinion on, let's say, I don't know, I'm just going to pick a random you know, quarterback or whatever, you know, uh, Kenny Pickett. Uh, maybe that's a bad example because he's going to be a first-round pick, but a guy that could end up slipping into the second round or third round, you could say, I like this guy, and there might be another organization out there that shares that opinion, and playing him under right. could be a play or, or looking, you know, over whatever. So it's going to be really fascinating to break down the draft with you here in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. going to have a ton of fun. Um you, we definitely should do, the, uh, uh, if, if COVID allows, we definitely should do the uh, show. That'd be fun. From there. That'd be it's fun. a fun time. It is, uh, as I always joke, it's, it's where my two loves come together. The NFL and college football. All that useless knowledge from Saturdays comes together here on uh By the way, we have about Sunday. three and a half minutes yeah. left on the show. What's up? And so, my opinion mm-hmm. is that the Bills and Titans. Yep. Will be the AFC Championship game. And that's four to one at DraftKings. My opinion in the NFC is that it'll be 49ers Packers. 49ers Packers. So the 49ers are the five seed. So you would need chalk to hold. So you would need the Rams to win on. Which I have. Monday night. Mm-hmm. And then the Rams would head to the Green. I think, honestly, I'll say this for the Packers. Any Packer backer out there i think the rams are a much better matchup for them than the 49ers absolutely i think the 49ers are a tricky matchup for them because the packers have struggled stopping the run and that's what san francisco does well by the way is this available here at uh those are uh, i believe those are DraftKings exactus uh so well i'm sure there are i might need to put these together the Eagles would have to win. Okay, so maybe not. I thought the so the four. I am all messed messed up. So the Packers. So right, and the 49ers are the sixth seed. Okay, so yeah, you would need the Eagles to beat the Bucks. So that is yeah. not a good bet. But again, I mean, listen, Tampa's not 100. percent I tell you what, though. Here's I'll say this about Packer future holders. Now I'll go back on what I was saying. Look, if the, if the 49ers win on Sunday against the Cowboys and the Eagles lose to the Bucks, 49ers are coming to town. That's not a fun matchup. Now, what do you, I mean, if not Green the Packers Bay, are I don't getting have a, healthier, so yeah. that's. I just, I, I don't really, I, I, by the way, all I watched in the uh, Green Bay-Detroit finale mm. of the regular season was Bakhtari. How do you look? Tremendous. He was crushing dudes. Yeah, he was really good. So that was encouraging for me to see because there's a, a lot of comfort. Uh, I don't think Jair Alexander played in the Lions game, if I'm not mistaken. It'll be interesting where he's at from a conditioning standpoint. Matthew St- uh, also, um, Rogers said his toe injury is feeling 100%. So that, Phantom toe injury. That's, that's good to know. It's so funny. Like, you would always tell in the, uh, in the media – like, who's friends with who? Like, because they always add a layer to it. Like, you know, Aaron Rodgers was great, and he's playing on a 
COVID toe. So <laughs> the Packers, these are the players that they could have back for the playoffs. David Bakhtiari. He's back. Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith, Randall Cobb, Billy Turner, the right tackle, Josh Myers, their center, and Whitney Merciless was out at practice. Yeah, I saw that. He had, what, a torn pec? Yeah, they didn't think he was going to be able to come back to next year, but hey. Packers trying to put it all together. So I right off when, into I the, the sunset. I remember the Texans drafted him out of Illinois. He's had a really good career. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Thanks to everyone who joined us. Look ahead. Coming up next with Scott Seidenberg. We'll be back tomorrow right here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.